Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight people and organizations who are doing great things and making a big impact in our community. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations at Ellen Becker Investment Group. The goal of our radio show, I've said many times before, is to inform, to inspire, and to impact our listening audience with the hope that they'll want to make an impact themselves in some way. That's actually my personal mission as well. I love to share a good book, a good restaurant, a travel destination, an impactful scripture verse or devotional, anything that I can share that could potentially have a positive impact on someone is what I strive for. And I think many others do as well. Our guests today are great examples of serving others for maximum impact. They each have a unique way of making a difference through the work that they do. And I look forward to you learning more about them and their respective organizations. My first guest today is Sharice Myers, Director of Community Partnerships from Journey House. Journey House empowers families on Milwaukee's near south side to move out of poverty by offering adult education, youth development, workforce readiness, and family engagement. Welcome to the show today, Sharice. Thank you, Jill. It is such an honor to be here today. And it's wonderful to have you and learn more about Journey House. Why don't you start by giving us a little history? You know, how long has Journey House been around? Why was it started, etc.? So Journey House started in 1969 by two VISTA workers who wanted to make a difference in the South Side community. It started in the historic Clark Square neighborhood where we still stand today. They were about youth programming and adult education that stays true to our core mission of serving our adults as well as our youth. So they started Journey House, and we actually started with the name. It was called Happy Moon Journey House, and that's kind of the sign of the time, starting in 1969. <laughs> and When the moon is in the seventh house. Exactly. <laughs> Years later, they decided to drop the Happy Moon and Journey House. So Journey House is the name that we have had for many, many years. We're going on our 54th year. Um, We are excited, 54 years of serving not just the Clark Square neighborhood, but the greater Milwaukee area in four core areas. So we have programming in our adult education We have basic skills, GED, in both English and Spanish. Um, We have six different levels of English classes. We are one of the only places in the greater Milwaukee area that has six different levels of English classes. And we're also very proud to have a citizenship program where we are helping those um, to obtain their citizenship here. So we are really excited about what goes on in our adult education program. We also have a workforce development program that we call our Thrive Workforce Development. We changed it many years ago in just response to what was going on. Um, We noticed that it wasn't enough just to help with dressing for an interview or 
practicing interview questions that we had to do some training to help many of the people we serve to get viable employment and sustainable employment so that they can help their families. So our Thrive Workforce Development Program is a six to nine week training program. And we focus on the areas of healthcare, banking, and manufacturing. And we partner with great organizations to give them the training they need. And it ends in a job fair. We also have our youth leadership in athletics. So we have a youth after school program, which is our community learning center. And then we have a full athletics program. It starts with our full tackle football program. We are the Journey House Packers. <laughs> it is awesome because they look like many little Green Bay Packers. Um, we have a full little league baseball program that starts at T-ball and goes all the way to 14. Um, we have a basketball team, a soccer team, wow. and then we honor all of the arts. We have dance, we have theater, we have art, both, both visual. Um, so we aim to make sure that anyone that walks through our doors have what they need to succeed in our world today. Mm. Well, you certainly got a lot going on over there. I mean, it, it's it's interesting to see how you're serving the community. And I was doing a little bit of research prior to the interview and saw on your website that um, Journey House firmly believes that every human being has infinite possibilities to be whoever they want to be and that anything is possible through hard work, patience, and belief in the possibilities. And then you go on to say that the success of one person can significantly change the history of one's family for generations to come. And in addition, it can be a game changer for the neighborhood and the entire community. So we love to hear stories of impact because it gives us a better way of understanding the work that you do. And given your, um, your website quote, which I think is so great, give us an example of the ways that you've seen your organization's work make a difference in our community. Absolutely. We've seen many, many people that have come through our doors, and it always starts with a reason why, a reason why or something that has motivated them to make a change. And... One stands out to me in particular, and it's it's because I get the privilege of actually seeing that person now every day working with them. Um, we had a young fellow who came to Journey House at 18 through a program that we partnered with um, called Youth Build. So part of Youth Build was helping people learn construction. When he came to Journey House, um, he came to Journey House and the Youth Build program because he left high school. He was hanging out with people that he should not have been hanging out, got in some trouble, got kicked out of high school. And when he came to the Youth Build, he always had a desire to continue his education. So he enrolled into our GED program. And when he was taking our GED program, um, he started helping out in many different areas of Journey House. Um, and when he obtained his GED, 
he he actually um, became one of our fellows. So our fellows is kind of a program that helps train them further in different skills. Um, he's been with us many, many years, and he ended up leaving um, for a job. And last summer, he came back to Journey House, and I had an opportunity to hire him on as our after-school community learning center coordinator. So that is the ultimate story to us of success and what we want to see. We want to see our participants go full circle. They start somewhere and they're continuing along with not just their education, but learning life and learning how to succeed in life and how to give back. And he was able to do that. So we are very proud to have Rafi um, with us at Journey House today in our after school programming. And it is his mission, and he will tell you it is his mission to help those kids because he's been there, he's done it, and he wants to make sure that even if he helps at least one of the kids that we work with, he's done his job. And I think what a testament to the statement on your website that every human being has infinite possibilities to be whoever they want to be through hard work, patience, belief in the possibilities, and then it can be a game changer for the neighborhood and the entire community. That really speaks very well to, to that. Um, do you see other areas of opportunity for your organization? Absolutely. Um, opportunities like this are always amazing. Uh, opportunity for us to share our story, to tell who we are and what we do. But we also have opportunities to give your time, to give your treasure, to give your talent, um, to help us in whatever we do at Journey House, especially, you know, volunteering. There's always resources and things that our programming needs. And then there's always opportunities to share something that our participants may have never encountered if you would have never walked through our doors. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's a that could that could, you leave that door wide open. That could we could talk about that for for days, and maybe we'll do that when we return. But you know, it seems like you've got some roles and goals that you're working towards over there, which is great. Um, I'm curious about the future, though. You know. Uh, what's going to take place in the future, in the short term and the long term. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we return, we're going to learn about some exciting new things coming down the pike for Journey House. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Sharice Myers from Journey House in our second segment today. So, Sharice, um, tell us what's on the horizon, both short-term and longer-term, for Journey House. We are so excited. At Journey House, it's one dream, one team, working together to just help our community. And we have coming up, um, very soon, um, we're actually in the final stages of building our cafe. So it will be called Journey Cafe. It is located kitty corner from we are where we are located. 
It's a much-needed cafe in our neighborhood where participants will be able to come for coffee, um, and this is in collaboration with Colectivo. So we are going to have some great coffee and music. That sounds great. Who's not ever up for a cup of coffee and a few snacks, right? Right. Um, Why don't you share with our audience where it is again? You know, I actually don't know the exact location, but it is Kitty Corner to Journey House, which is located at 2110 West Scott Street, right on the corner of 21st and Scott. Okay, so we don't know the exact address, but we do know that it's Kitty Corner from Journey House, so that should give you uh, some indication, some frame of reference anyway. Um, What about what's on the horizon longer term? So we are, right now, we have baseball fields that are in Barron Park, located at First and Chase. And we have a high school field, three little league fields, and one t-ball field. And in that area, we are going to be building a high-performance training center. Nice. And what is that going to consist of? Well, it's going to help us to continue to do what we do best, and that is helping adults and youth achieve at their highest possible ability. It will be a training center for athletics, as well as it will have two classrooms that we are hoping to utilize for more workforce training or classroom training. Very nice. Very nice. Two great things coming down the pike there. That's great. Um, Well, what would you say would make the greatest difference in helping your organization get better at what it does? I'm going to circle back to giving your time, treasure, and talent. Time is so valuable. If you have the time to work with adults, to work with youth, to read, to even help us with an event, those are invaluable experiences to us and something that we welcome always. Treasure. We're always looking for funds to get what we need to help give opportunity to the people that we serve. Um, So if you are unable to give any of your time, um, we will always take your treasure in any amount. And And put it to good use, right? Absolutely. (laughs) And then talent. Um, We're about infinite possibilities. And infinite possibilities means sometimes you have to open the door and expose our participants and youth to things that we're not already doing. You might have a talent that we don't do. Um, We had a senior citizen group that um, wanted to volunteer but didn't know how, and they ended up coming in and teaching our youth how to knit and sew. And that was amazing to see the scarves that these kids made and how they took ownership of them. Um, We had a chef um, that wanted to volunteer but didn't know how. And I think it's five years later, they are the chef that, uh, that cooks for our annual Thanksgiving dinner. We feed about 400 people 
over Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and they come in and they give all of their talent of being a chef and preparing all the food for the dinner. Mm. Again, you just don't know what the possibilities are. Everybody's got a talent of some kind. So think about how you might be able to use that to serve someone else, right? Um, Sharice, what would you say is your most urgent need right now? Over and above the time, talents, treasures you were talking about, which are important, what would you say um, is, is, is urgent at this point in time? Staff. We need staff to do what we do. When you have the people there and you don't have staff there, it all sorts of challenges come into play. So if you're looking for an opportunity to work with youth and to have an impact, we are looking for staff in our after school and our summer camp program. So tell us a little bit more about the after school and summer camp programs. Is it just an extension of everything that you do normally or do you offer different types of things? So it is an extension of everything we do normally, but it's also an opportunity to bring in new things. Um, Whether it's after school or summer camp, our first priority is to always focus on academic enrichment and to help educate our youth and making sure they have what they need to succeed in life. But it's also about giving them exposure and exposing them to many different things, whether it's dancing, whether it's acting, whether it's singing, whether it's picking up a tool and learning how to hammer. Whether it's knitting. (laughs) (laughs) Knitting, exactly. Sewing, (laughs) any of that. Um, It's all about exposure. So... We love giving that opportunity. Okay. So how do you keep your supporters up to date then about your work? Well, the best way to get um, to learn about who we are and what we're doing is our website, which is www.journeyhouse.org. But to get the live daily impact of seeing what's going on in the program, whether it's a picture or a video, Our social media, please look for us on social media. We are on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. I do daily posts of what's going on at Journey House. Mm, And that's that's a great way to engage the kids, right? Um, You know, as a baby boomer, I, I may not be on some of those different platforms, at least Facebook and LinkedIn, but uh, Instagram or Insta chat and <laughs> chat gram or right. you know, whatever the heck all those other platforms are, I think really reaches the, the youth. And so um, maybe if you're a parent, you can suggest those platforms to your, to your children to see uh, some great work that's being done in the community. So um, thank you, Sharice, for sharing with us how you and the Journey House are making a difference in our community in a number of ways. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. And I hope that if anyone wants to come and visit Journey House, our doors are always open. Thank you again for having me. You are wonderful. Nice message. Well, stay tuned because when we return, you're going to hear from another lady who had a personal mission from a very young age on how she could make a difference. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations. And my next guest today is Contessa Lobley, Executive Director and Founder of T-Bay Arts Center, which is a nonprofit that's committed to encouraging young people to explore and express themselves through the arts. Welcome to the show today, Contessa. Thank you, Jill, for having me, and uh, Ellen Baker. You're welcome. So T-Bay Arts Center is an educational organization for the urban community where classes are taught to youth who otherwise might have little or no opportunity to learn these skills because of location or cost. T-Bay is a multi-programmed youth-serving agency designed to enhance the overall mission to promote the arts. Sounds like a great organization, especially for those A and E enthusiasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, tell us more about who T-Bay is and how it started. So I actually started T-Bay when I was 16. So my background in the arts was dance. So that was my passion, my love. Um, fortunately, I was able to go to different dance companies and dance um classes outside of school and my peers had the same passion as me and fortunately you know unfortunately financially couldn't do that and so I just wanted to start like a one-stop shop (laughs) while I was in school I was at John Marshall High School at the time and I would always do um different like um dance like I said dance classes and talent shows with my family um and I was one day watching um the uh BET and um I saw the um, people on the show that looked like me they were having fun it was music it was dance and I looked at the um uh, after going to, going to school, I actually was sitting in my desk and was like, Tessa's Black Entertainment and Youth. So that's the abbreviate, abbreviation for uh, T-Bay Art Center. Ah, say that one more time. So Tessa's Black Entertainment and Youth okay. um, was the name that I came up with at okay. 16. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, eventually we just started... Um, I went to college and graduated uh, School of Business and Community Education and just started researching how to start a nonprofit. I was thinking of the kids behind me who wouldn't have um, the art opportunities, and that was the main reason why I started T-Bay is because going home, looking at the news um, with my dad one day, and I saw budget cuts um, for NPS. Um, And so that's kind of where my devastation of um, the arts leaving the school came about in me starting T-Bay. So you wanted to do something about it. So it started with your love for dance Mm -hmm. and all those classes you took uh, as a as a kid. If if you could take any arts related programming or class as an adult today, what would that be? So it started out with dance for you. What would it be today and and why? So of course it'll be dance. Um, I love tap dancing. And so when I was in college, I stopped dancing after high school. So when I was in college, I was like, once I graduate, I'm definitely going to take a dance class. Didn't do that. The plan was. (laughs) (laughs) Things don't always go as we plan, right? Um, I went straight to grad school. And then again, after that, like, I'm going to do it. Did not do it. Um, However, 
I promised myself that at the end, by the end of this year, I will take a tap dancing class. So in the fall, I will be in a tap dancing class. Very good. <laughs> See, never say never, right? You know, might be a delayed goal, but it, it is a goal nonetheless that you will achieve. Um, tell us about the impact that T-Bay has had on the community. Again, I talk about how important it is to share stories of impact because it helps us really understand the depth and the breadth of the work that you do. So um, tell us about that. Absolutely. So T-Bay is celebrating 23 years um, of providing art experiences to Milwaukee community. Wait, 23 years? You look like you're 23 yourself. <laughs> Wow. Well, thank you. Wow, 23 years old? 23 oh, my goodness. Years. Wow, okay. Um, so we've provided professional art education and training to over 18,000 youth, um, as well as providing um, production training to over 400 youth performers. Um, we also produce production. So this will, uh, we'll, we've produced over 25 productions and performances for the Milwaukee community to enjoy and engage. Nice. Um, and then we also provided art instruction and art services to over 60 schools and community organizations combined. Um, we've employed over 30 local artists, in which 80% of whom are of color. Um, that's our, our, our biggest impacts. Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, you're kind of filling the gap that, you know, when you talk about cutbacks in the schools, you're kind of filling a gap that, that is missing. Um, there's a quote on your uh, email signature that says, the arts help children learn to say what cannot be said by Dr. Elliot Eisner. What do you mean by that exactly? So it simply means artistic expression. So our youth communicate through the arts using their talents to express themselves. So our motto at T-Bay is a three-pronged approach. So it's explore, engage, and express. So youth explore variations within visual art, dance, music, theater, education, through education. Um, engage, so they engage through professional instruction, mentorship, opportunities to attend art-related activities as patrons, and express. So youth express their individual unique talents through practice and performances. And would you say that that three-pillar approach is what makes you special and unique, or are there other other things Ab that... Absolutely. So okay. T-Bay provides a place where youth could gather in a safe environment and link with peers that have the same passion um, and interest in the arts. And so they could be creative and have fun at the same time. So I always say that T-Bay is a specialty program. So we provide specialized um, um personalized training and mentorship experiences for young people um, as they find their voice um, and work on their craft while exploring the creative world. Um, so whether our students become professional artists themselves, work in arts-related um, uh, arts field, or just patrons of the art, our vision is for the arts to have a positive impact um, on a young person's life. Mm, and I bet it certainly does. What would you say, um, or wh who would you say, has influenced your work the most? Definitely um, community artists have influenced me. So seeing them do what they love to do um, and sharing that passion and what passion with young people influenced um, me to create opportunities for them. Um, so I see artists all the time. They are pursuing higher education in the arts, and sometimes 
they eventually are not going into the creative workforce because of lack of lack of opportunity. So um, the artists definitely influence the work um, a great deal um, because I want to provide those opportunities for them. Okay, so that was probably a precursor then or, or motivated you to put together the specific programming and the services that you provide, right? Absolutely. So our ultimate goal for all of our programs um, is for you to gain the professional experience and appreciation for the creative work um, that helped shape the world around them. So our after-school program is um, a training and mentorship program. So we provide the fundamentals of art techniques, themes, and concepts um, in the four core disciplines. So the visual art, the music, the theater, and the dance for ages 9 to 19. Um, And then we have an art reach program where we provide a custom art service um, and programming to community Um, partners such as Journey House. Um, For the last seven years, we've provided a contract with Milwaukee Public Schools, fill in the gap, um, and providing art instructions uh, during the school day. Um, We do have a summer arts camp. Um, It's called Exploring Arts. Uh, We provide a fun arts activity and trips for kids throughout the summer, um, and we participate um, the the participants work with our visual art department, as well as we bring in guest community artists to introduce them to their their craft. Um, we also have a T-Bay Tinies. Um, that's a T-Bay what? Tinies. Tinies. Okay. So that's working okay. with the ages two to eight, and we do dance, music, and visual art classes after school and or during the weekend. I bet that's adorable to see the little young the kids going around in their tutus Absolutely. or singing or something. That's awesome. <laughs> so in addition um, to our programs, we also produce productions or performances for the Milwaukee community to enjoy. So the goal for our productions is to teach youth about creative work outside, um, uh, on stage, as well as behind the scenes, backstage. So students are not only in the production performing, but they also help design, um, you know, like set designs and props as well. Nice. So there are those opportunities for the students after they complete the programming and the training. Absolutely. Or to extend that. Yes, definitely within our production. So we have a major um, dance production that's called A Journey Through Dance, um, which is held at the Marcus Performing Arts Center every year. This is our 15th annual of A Journey Through Dance. And then we also have a... um, spring theater production that is at the Kenilworth building, um, at UWM's Kenilworth building, a black box theater across the street from our studios. Nice. Very nice. Well, we say that these partnerships and collaborations are so important because not one nonprofit can do everything, right? I mean, they need to have strategic partnerships typically to accomplish their goals. After the break, we're going to hear about an exciting collaboration with Marcus Center and T-Bay Visual Arts students. So stay tuned, and you'll hear about that after the break. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations, and I'm talking in our last segment today with Contessa Lobley, Executive Director and Founder of T-Bay. So, Contessa, tell us about this partnership with Marcus that you have. 
Yes, so we worked with um, our youth members during our spring um, exploration studio workshop um, to develop a student art ex exhibition. So artwork ranged from painting and drawing to sculpture and mixed media art pieces. Um, we were excited to partner with the Marcus Center to expand our relationship with them as we host our productions there um, to showcase the incredibly talented youth. Um, so. Um, it's the first of its kind at the Marcus Center and a partnership um, like this. And the exhibition premiered at the Marcus um, Center's annual bash in June. Um, so the artwork will be displayed in the atrium. So this installation will go on um, until the end of this year. And hopefully we can continue that partnership in um, providing other installations with our youth. So lots of possibilities out there for subsequent years. That's exciting. Um, so you have these partnerships that I think are so important to help drive your impact. How do you personally contribute to the arts and creative community? So I've always um, personally contribute to the arts and the creative community um, first by being an artist as a youth and um, you know establishing and starting T-Bay um, and just being a patron and advocate for the arts. So attending shows, donating and volunteering um, my time and you know providing my talents. Um, and of course, um, the contribution that I most, um, it, I like the most is working with the artist. Um, I enjoy helping them est establish themselves, um, being a mentor and somewhat of a business coach. Um, so supporting them and helping them to position themselves to get that contract or that long-term um, artist residency or gig. So that's something that you personally are doing. And then how does T-Bay as an organization support the creative community in Milwaukee? I think most importantly, um, T-Bay provides artists jobs in Milwaukee, um, as well as creating advocates and patrons um, in the arts. So building future audience members and donors and supporters for the arts. Um, and I think a, another big um, um, a way, huge way that T-Bay uh, contributes to the creative community is that um, we create a diverse audience and patrons for the arts. Okay. So again, you're, you're exposing youth to things that they might not otherwise have access to versus whether that's location or cost, right? I mean, you said that at the beginning of our segment that, you know, this is what's wonderful about your organization is you're kind of bridging a gap that may be there um, that maybe you didn't experience personally, but you saw it happening in the community and you were saying, I want to do... I want to do something about it. So, Absolutely. you know, it's we talk about making impact in a number of different ways. And it's it's wonderful that you can marry your your personal uh, goals of contributing to the arts with the organization that you created called T-Bay and how T-Bay supports the creative community in Milwaukee. So that's great. So it's really interesting to see how you marry your personal contribution to the arts and the creative community with your organization, T-Bay, and how they support the creative community. So if someone's listening and they uh, want to possibly uh, get some ideas or understand what you have gone through yourself or maybe problems that some of the people that you coach may have gone through, what would, what would you say has been your biggest challenge since starting T-Bay? Um, 
for the last 23 years, there's a lot of challenges that um, I was faced in starting a nonprofit and um, a, an arts organization is, is already a huge challenge in um, itself. So I think the biggest um, challenge that T-Bay currently faces um, is just always um, trying to support our youth and our families with the barriers that they face. So um, such as transportation solutions or, um, or finding funding support um, for sponsoring students who can't afford to participate um, in our programs due to cost. And so we've actually been providing free art after school programming um, since the pandemic. Um, and as an arts, arts organization, um, T-Bay's current size, it's hard to create a full year um, program and performance season with limited funding resources. So um, we need to diversify our funding sources for stability, like increasing our individual donor um, and major gifts um, has been a challenge, uh, which will help us serve more students, produce more art for the community, um, and expand our partnerships, um, or even serving, you know, more organizations and schools. So um, also hiring our more artistic staff and being able to have full-time opportunities for our staff. I mean, are you it? <laughs> are you I, are you T-Bay? I mean, I do you am, have staff that's I helping you? T-Bay. You are T-Bay. <laughs> I am the only full-time staff. Okay. And okay. the rest of our artistic staff is uh, part-time. Okay. Wow. You got a lot on your plate, though. I can see why that could be a challenge for you. Um, but you're handling it. You're doing it really well. You're getting the job done, right? Um, what's the most rewarding part then of the work that you do with T-Bay? Definitely working with the students. Um, being a mentor to youth is the most rewarding um, part of my work. So seeing students the first day of training uh, with two left feet and mm -hmm. then seeing them perform on a stage like the Marcus Center is um, its such a great feeling. Um, and even just seeing their progress throughout the year or semester um, and also having conversations with past students about how much our programs help them um, become the people that they are today um, and saying that we gave them a creative outlet. So I am truly blessed in the work that I do. I bet you are. And the people that receive your training and your teaching are also blessed in a great way. Yeah. Um, so if someone's listening today and they want to understand how they can get involved with T-Bay in some way, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. So we are always looking for um, sponsors for our upcoming events and performances, such as our Journey Through Dance and our benefit concert, Stargazed. Um, sponsor a student. Uh, to train with us uh, or help adopt a school so that we can pro provide free art services to them. Um, and we always looking to expand our board, um, so become a board member. We're in the process of finding a new home um, and a capital campaign, so we are outgrowing our current space. Um, that's a good thing. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> it is. And so we also want more visibility. So we are looking for committee members for our capital campaign. Um, and I no longer want T-Bay to be um, a best kept secret in Milwaukee anymore. So if anyone is listening, definitely follow us on our um all of our social media sites, um, T-Bay Center is our hashtag and our website as well. 
Okay. So do you have a phone number people can reach out to, or is it best just to Google on social media? Yeah. So our our phone number is 414-562-TBAY. So that's 414-562-8239. Our website is www.tbay.org. That's T-B-O-T-B-E-Y.org. All right. That's very straightforward. So that's wonderful. Well, I want to thank all of my guests today, Sharice Myers from Journey House and Contessa Lobley from T-Bay. I appreciate uh, both of you sharing with us how you and your organizations are serving in the community for maximum impact. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for thank having Thank you. Us. You're welcome. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today, you can reach out directly to Sharice or Contessa, and I'm sure they'd be happy to help you in whatever area you need. And if you happen to know of a great organization that's doing great work in our community, of which there are many, um, that you think would make a, a great guest for our show, uh, I ask you to email me. Let me know about it. Share who the nonprofit is and the best contact person so that I can make a connection. You can email me at Jill at ellenbecker.com. That's Jill at ellenbecker.com. Or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. 262-691-3200. I encourage you to tune in on Sunday mornings at 10 for Milwaukee's philanthropic community to learn more about the ways people and organizations are serving others and making a lasting impact you can tune into News Talk 1130 on your radio, or you can go to Newstalk1130.com on your computer, or you can listen on your cell phone via the iHeart Radio app. You can also visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired shows. And I'm excited to share that you can also listen on demand, which is more convenient for many people. That means Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcast. So just like the Journey House website states, Every human being has infinite possibilities to be whoever they want to be through hard work, patience, and belief in the possibilities. I also believe that every human being can do something to make a difference for someone in some way. We can't all do everything, but we can all do something. So give some thought to how you can make a difference in some small or big way for someone in the community. Our guests have shared today many ways that you can do that for their organizations, whether that's by donating time, talents, resources, uh, volunteering, advocating for their respective organizations. I'm sure anything you do would be greatly appreciated. So take a few moments in your day to give some thought to how you might make a difference for someone, and it's a great way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a great day.